why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. We're not you fools! You're Puerto Rican? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I would really appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. Mucha crema, tus tacos, y se te quema el arroz. Hell yeah, mojón. Rather than just using the word before, uh, before. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of For Christ y Cultura. I'm here with my beautiful, my gorgeous, my handsome co-host. You all stop calling me gorgeous, bro. <laughs> On a Sunday night. My name is Jose uh, <laughs> from Philadelphia. <laughs> I meant it for Lauren. Lauren. And due to unexpected, unforeseen uh, technical difficulties, Miss Lauren Padilla, our co-host, is not going to be on this conversation. I know, I know, it's heartbreaking, but she will be on the next one. So we try to work it out for you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah. Hey, who said? Oh, come on. <laughs> who said men couldn't be beautiful? Sway is a sway this is, is a, true. This is true. I'm challenging. Sway is a prime example. I'm challenging. I'm challenging, <laughs> challenging gender norms all over the place. What's up, everybody? How how you guys been? How was your week? Um, what has God shown in your life today? This is I mean, true. not today, but this, this week. Man, it's been a dope week over here in Philadelphia. Um, got some. T- got time to spend with some um, with some friends and. Pray with some friends and um, work has been dope, but um, the highlight of my week was just spending time with my wife and my boy. Dope, that's awesome. Yeah, I seen that mm-hmm. on Instagram. So, if you listeners want to follow us on Instagram, um, you can, because we are actually real people and we post stuff. Or like, if you're weird like me, um, I actually made a couple videos today, this morning. Um, shouting out the homies. Uh, there's a couple people who shouted us out on their podcast, or uh, or they they featured one of us, uh, me, on the podcast on the podcast on one of their podcasts, and I just li- I just made a little clip, um, just pretty much shouting them out. So did you guys see that? I saw that. And if you haven't seen it, uh, go check out the video that I did. For Pastor Rudy Rubio um, It's on our IG page And if you really really want to get the context And want to laugh a little bit more You got to follow him And it's kind of like a little inside joke uh, The video is going to make you laugh So shout out Reform Raza And shout out Hood Grace uh, Those are the homies right there Rudy Rubio You know you're the big homie bro Yeah so so I've, I've been listening to, 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 to Rudy Since before Hood Grace When he was um, Gracing Two Fingers Bracing two fingers, yeah, yeah. and um, yes. yeah, Rudy's just a dope, a dope dude. Having, li- I, I, I yep. need to, I need to listen to the other podcast though. I need to. I need oh, you to. haven't? I haven't. The only other podcast I listened to was the um, the Berean Room. The Berean Room. Oh yeah, shout out, you bro, shout shout him out, man. Shout yeah, Jeriel from Tampa. Um, the dude's a, yo, the, what's the, up, Jeriel? Yeah, the, the, he's he's a solid brother, man, and um. And his podcast is is a video podcast. It's just like a vlog yep. cast. It's weird. It's, yep. it's dope. On yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's definitely innovative. 
yeah, the homie's dope. He, he t- tackles some big theological subjects, and he does it in a way where it's easy to understand. And I don't know, his quality, his interview with Loso was super dope, too. So, shout out uh, the Berean Room. <laughs> what, what did we just witness? So Sway pretty much, I know, people are like, why is he laughing? It's because uh, we, we're in video chat right now, and we can see what each other is, are doing. And right now, Sway's wife, out of the blue, like, you could just see Sway's face, and then out of nowhere, like, this hand comes out from the side, and then he just opens his mouth, and his wife is, like, feeding him something. And you just see, like, a hand just, and he just opening his mouth eating. So my week was was um, kind of a little stressful. My wife got surgery this week. She had a cyst um, in her ovary, and they had to take out the ovary with the cyst. So um, I spent uh, Wednesday and Thursday with her, and uh, went back to work on Friday. And um, yesterday and today, I've been taking care of her. So, um, so you know, pray for my wife. She still has a couple weeks to go to fully heal. So if you guys can keep her in prayer, that'd be cool. Um, and besides that, uh, just like I said last week, we've been getting so much love, like on the podcast. It's crazy. It like blows my Thank mind you. how far uh, this little podcast is going. You know, um, I mean, it's farther than I expected it to, for sure. Pero. You like us. You really, really like us. Just like the mask at one second. <laughs> but I wanted to be like, can I have more, sir? And then we, and then we're like, more? You want more? <laughs> and then we give them like, we give them the heat. We give them all kind of content that they ain't ready for. Yeah, you ain't ready. Like they ain't ready to answer no questions about some stuff. I know. <laughs> tenemos episodes in la manga that you guys ain't even ready for, for real. All right. So let's give it. Let, so let's get so into this. Is, is special. Yep. It is special. Wait, why is it special? <laughs> oh, because because it's, it's our third. It's, it's our third episode. Oh yeah. And you know, like like the Trinity. Oh okay. I'm playing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's our fourth episode. Oh. Anyways, I'm sorry. It's the ribs, y'all. Let's the ribs. Let's get into this segment. Um, this segment right here is the song of the week. So, um, it's my turn to choose a song, and the song that I chose was a song that I I love so much, and I've been just jamming to so like every single day kind of thing. Like when I wake up, it's such a like good song. And it's like, just gets you up in the morning, gives you a good mood. And then just what it's talking about, it's dope too. So I picked Love Theory by Kirk Franklin. If you guys don't know who Kirk Franklin is, um, he is an OG in the gospel game. Um, I think as far back as I remember when I first got exposed to like Christian hip hop, um, I got exposed to like Spanish Christian hip hop. And then, but the first uh, English speaker that I uh, my mom bought me a CD from was um, Toby Mac. And in that Toby Mac CD, 
there was a song with Kirk Franklin. So that's how I got uh, exposed to Kirk Franklin the first time. So, uh, yeah. Have you guys heard the song before? Yeah. As a matter of fact, last week, I, or not, not last week, during the week, I felt like looking through my Spotify, like new the the the, the new um see like music that came out, uh-huh. and his was one of them, and I was like I gotta listen to this, and when I heard when I heard a few of the songs, but specifically the one that you're choosing, I was like yo, this is it yeah. right here. Yeah, it's this, uh, the, the the whole album is fire. It is okay. So we're gonna play that that song right here for, for you guys. This is uh, Love Theory by Kirk Franklin. See you guys on the other side. Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most Kirk Franklin, Love Theory. That is such a good song. What? What? A, I, I, you can't say nothing else, but like, that's a good song. Because <laughs> it is, bro. It's a great song. Uh, I love the lyrics, dog. I like the energy to it. It's just a good song from his new album. It just came out, I think. It just came out like a week or two ago. It's it's really good. The whole album. And you know what was crazy? A, a a lot of like Kirk Franklin stuff gets flack for not be, for not being like sound, but this album was like I'm like who who he talking to, bro? And it it gets flack from like people and you know that we run in circles with. It's not everybody, bro. Yeah. No, like nobody thinks yeah. that way. Besides, you know, us reform people. Honestly, that's kind of, you know that pisses mm-hmm. me off. <laughs> So my favorite, um, I'm going to read a couple of his verses in, in his chorus. And it's it's not him mostly singing it, but I'm, I'm sure he wrote it. I'm not 100% sure, but he probably wrote it. Uh, but the chorus goes, or the verse goes, um, How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me? How could you see your life was the only gift that I ever need to be free? And then... The chorus says, he saves the day, he will come through, 
He won't bow. That's not what superheroes do. No greater love. Make my heart beat. All I want to do is make you proud of me. <laughs> yo, like that's... Yo, yo. That's... It, that's, that's great. That's good doxology man, right there. Yup, that's doxology right there. That's, that's acknowledging you're right saying. You're like, man, God, how could you love me? How could you love somebody like me? Like, And that's what, like like Shway said, that that's what brings out this expression of joy and saying yeah that's what i want to sing like yeah like you love me jesus like you love me even if i'm a sinner right now you love me and that and that causes me to give you praise and worship your name mm -hmm. so dope 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 song i love that song that's my kids love that song too uh right before we go to church uh we play that song and um and another song, I, I don't know who sings it, but it's called Church. So th this segment is a segment that we've also been trying to do for the longest time. But uh, uh looks like today we're going to do it. So the next segment is Internet Be Wilding. As the segment is pretty much us talking about a trending topic on the Internet. E today... The trending topic is Pastor David Platt uh, praying over our president, Donald Trump. And um, yeah, and everybody's response to it and how you guys feel. So I'm curious about your guys' thoughts on that. Sway, so you could go first. Let me, let me, let me gather, let me gather my thoughts. Like, honestly. I'd rather, honestly, I, I honestly rather hear y'all first. <laughs> Okay, so 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 here my here my 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 preliminary thoughts, right? So when I first saw it, I was like, "What in the world?" I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a, a body double, like like David Platt was like, he bought a body double up that looked like Trump, so he could like clown him or something. Yeah, but then when I, I, I thought went, it was a, I thought it was a joke too, honestly. When I first saw, because the hair looked too good. Yeah, the hair yeah, looked too good, hair, bro. I was like, oh snap, like this person's hair is kept. Like like he looks like a clean a clean man, like a clean person. Right? And <laughs> but then then I, I seen him praying, I was like, oh, this is serious. But then I started hearing what he was saying. And what I usually hear when someone prays for Trump is them praising Trump in some way. Right? Yeah. So whenever I've I've heard yeah. any Oh, that's true. That's like, right. Whenever I've heard anybody else pray for Trump, it's like, and uh, and Lord, you have anointed this man of God, and, and like like they say stuff like like stupid stuff like that. But David Platt wasn't saying yep. stuff like that. He was like, Lord, save him, Lord, <laughs> like Lord, would you open his eyes? <laughs> and 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 also he he used that prayer as an opportunity to like preach the gospel. He was explaining the gospel. Yes. He was talking about, like, we know that your son Jesus died and was raised on the third day, and we believe that. And, and like, he was, you know, he was low-key, like, inserting the gospel yes. Um, yes. When, he was, when he was praying yes. for him. And that's what I, and that's the reason that I, I wasn't as offended or as taken back after my initial thought of oh man this is gonna be bad because it, it was a it, in reality it was a photo op for 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 trump 
It was a photo op for him. Yeah, like, it, it, it was. If you read, if you read, like how that came about, I think it was really helpful that you send that to me because I didn't know how it came about. Because I'm gonna share my thoughts in a minute, but yeah, I uh, that real that what you sent me the how it came about that was really helpful. Yeah, yeah, like like the the the, the open letter to the church, um, like I was really. Uh, I was confused, but then as I'm reading um, David Platt's joint, I'm like, okay, I see where he's coming from. But in the back of my head, I would have been like, I still would have done it different. I, I don't think I, I don't think I would have had him on stage. I don't think I don't think I would have given him the photo op, only because the 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 Latinos that are going to become who are that aren't quite there, like the people that were there. They might have been like, we know our pastor and we know his heart, you know what I'm saying? Because he knows us and we know him, right? So they might have been like, okay, they're giving the benefit of the doubt. People that are coming later on who are reading his books on radical Christianity and 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 all that and multiply, right? They might um, come in and see that at some point and say, well, he took a picture with who? No, I can't stay at this at this place. Like he he's aligning himself with someone who hates me, and who hates my people. You know, like that's how. So I, I wouldn't have given him the photo op because that's exactly what it was, and it killed me to hear the people cheering in the background, as as at like like clapping for him. And I'm like, do people at do does David Platt know that this many people at his church <laughs> um, are really like gung-ho for Trump and like is, it, is he even I mean there's nothing sinful in in being a, a Trump supporter but what about Trump are they actually liking supporting yeah yeah like what exactly about him are they supporting yeah yeah that's good bro that's good I, I think I also had like a similar experience my first ex- my first reaction to it was this is a joke like this is like a babylon b article like like this was bro i thought this was like a parody like or not a parody but like i don't know a made-up thing but then like people kept posting about it and i'm like either praising him or saying um that he did wrong you know david platt did wrong so i had both on my feed i had like people were like praise god for this and then people were like and and especially one brother that's in mind uh, i'm gonna read what he said but um but i had i had a balanced uh, opinions in my feed but my first thought was this is a joke my second reaction to it was oh man not you too like like disappointment this is without reading the article without seeing the video so this is like my first thoughts and i'm like ah oh. it was this like heart-wrenching thing straight up it was like ah oh. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay, so that's my first reaction. So I, I didn't, I didn't like it. I was like, man, why? But then I was like, you know what? I gotta see this video. Like, I can't just be biased because you know, I people are all uh, our listeners and people who know me know that I'm not um, very fond of Trump. But I, I don't hate him. I still pray for him. But I did disagree with you know some a lot of the things he says. But some of the things he said is is great. You know, I mean. He's our president. We got to respect him. And I agree with him on some points. And I disagree with him on other points. But um, so I, I, I heard the 
I heard the the uh, I saw the video. I saw the video and when I saw it one of the things that I liked is is what I said to you Sway is that is that he actually used that prayer to preach the gospel to him. So he wasn't just praying over him, he was. But right before he went up, he 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 quoted a verse where he, it's talking about praying for the authorities and the kings and he used that as a springboard um, and he was like, yes, like you, Lord, you call us to pray for our presidents and our kings and all that. And and then he just inserted the gospel, bro. And and I thought that was great. I thought that was great. I thought that was good that he did. He did that. Um, just like you said, I would have probably done it differently. Even after I heard the video, I still had a like <sighs> this tension in my in my heart, bro. That was like, I wouldn't have done it that way, though. I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have done it. And then I read something that a brother put um, on Facebook, and then it got me thinking. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts because, because um, I don't know, it, it could be a really good argument, but it, it, I mean, it's not that I'm looking for arguments, but it was a valid point in my head, which I, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this wasn't correct. So this was it. So my brother was, was kind of upset. Um, that he did that he prayed for Trump in front of the congregation and the reason why he was upset was because of James chapter 2 and in James chapter 2 it talks about I'm gonna quote it I'm gonna read it because I need you guys to hear this and then how it applies to uh, the situation my brothers show no partiality as you have as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ the Lord of glory for if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes to your assembly and a poor man in his shabby clothing also comes in and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothes and say you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man you stand over here and sit down at my feet you have have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and became judges with evil thoughts listen my Beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to become rich and heirs of the kingdom? So what he was saying with that is that he did not agree. Um, he he was pretty. He's a pastor, so he was saying if he would have came to my church, I would have not. I would have not um, put him in front of in the worship service in front of everybody so they could pray for him. He's like I would pray for him because we're called to pray for him. But I would do it after I would make him um, sit and hear the sermon and then pray for him when it's when it's all over, you know, with with multiple people there. I wouldn't have put him in a pedestal where it was like a big show and there was cameras and people were like right in the middle of the worship service. I would have never done that. So that's what the brother was saying. And he used that text to say, this is why I believe that, because we shouldn't show partiality to whoever. I don't care if the king comes. I don't care if the president comes. I don't care. He's sitting there in the congregation. He's getting no special treatment. And he got a lot of flack for it. So what, do you, what are you guys' thoughts about that? I don't disagree with him. Um, I don't disagree with that. that, that I think that's a, a fair point. Um, I think that's a good point at that. I think that also um, the way that David Platt was caught off guard with it um, is, is is something that I take into consideration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's, and then 
and then <clears throat> and then that's what I was gonna get to. So, so, so my first thoughts, my second thoughts, and then I lis- I heard this thing on on Facebook. I, I read this thing on Facebook, and I agree mm-hmm. with the brother. But then you sent me that link, which was um, David Platt. Um, explained to his church why he did it and how it came about. So in that letter, he's like, this happened like in super short notice. And he's like, I was up there and I got a text saying like the president is coming. Like, and, and yeah, bro, like we could go on and how, how he is wrong for doing it and, and, and all that, bro. But the fact of the matter is, bro, like we all do things <laughs> like uh, a la mera hora that's mm-hmm. like not correct like we we don't know what to do like when you caught us catches off guard like we're like oh crap what am i gonna do what to do and the brother said you know the best thing that i could do the only thing i could think about right now like so quick notice is pray for him and preach the gospel to him and um in in that letter he said that right before he came in he got a chance he actually did get a chance to talk to him alone and to actually explain the gospel to him that's what he said. Him and an elder or something. Yeah. Uh, got a chance to talk to him. Yep. And then right after that, he's like, "What else? Like, what could, what could I do, God? What could I do?" So he started praying for him. Yep. And and he and even and he's even he even said that even in that prayer, I try to preach the gospel to him. Yeah. You know, and he was calling. You know, and and I like what you said. He wasn't calling him righteous, and he wasn't calling him, but he was calling him to do his job. Um, as a civil magistrate of a uh, like a minister of of God, you know, mm-hmm. in in the government, not in the church, but in the government, right? You know, right. So so once I read that, it it like you said, bro, it I took that in consideration, and you know what, he he could have been wrong, and and maybe I could fight like doctrinally and biblically that he was wrong, but at the end of the day, bro, we're all humans and. Yeah. It was a la mera hora, you know? Like, yeah. it was just like that. Exactly. And, and whether you like it or not, you know, I I have to give it to the brother, you know? I have to give it to the brother that he was he was able to preach the gospel to him. And, and that's what we want, right? Yep, that's right. And, and you know what's crazy? This, this is one thing that we're not doing, that we should start doing, right? Hmm. We should start having our brother's backs. When they do stuff like this, yeah, like really give sure, people bro. the benefit of the doubt. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you're I right, don't. bro. I know you're I right. don't. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. You you're totally me? right, brother. Like we're supposed to be family. We're supposed to be brothers and sisters. And if you know one of your homies or one of your close friends, like La Regol, just like that, you would have had his back. Yeah. You would have been like, yeah, he was wrong, but what's up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he was wrong, but what's up? Like, yeah. what's up, bro? What you got to say about it? going to pull up or what? And, yeah, like, what's up? Like, yeah, he was wrong, but he can't. What's up? What you want? Like, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that's what we should do. That was That's great, brother, that you, you brought that up. Because for sure, you know, we make mistakes. People in the church make mistakes. and But we're still brothers, and we should, we should bro. We should have his back mm-hmm. and not disown him. That's, so, right. that's a good check for us too you know for us um and right. the positions that we stand in the sides that we've chosen <laughs> mm-hmm. in this whole discussion i think that's a good lesson for us too yeah absolutely anyways let's get into this next segment all right next segment. which is uh dang it's it's kind of like 
So we were just like in a really, really up vibe. And uh, now we got to talk about something that is very, very, uh, I don't know, sad, angering, um, very moving. Yeah. So have you guys seen, we're going to talk about uh, When They See Us. It's a documentary on Netflix. I'm sure by the time this comes out, most of you have seen it. Or if not, then you should see it. Um, yeah. So, Sway, you want to talk about um, why you chose this uh, for our topic? The reason I chose, uh, I, I, I brought this up was, one, because it's very relevant to all of us. Um particularly if if we are if we're doing life and if we're within um the inner city we know that the justice system um in our country is all the way broken but oftentimes yeah. people will point or people will say things like how do we know, like like how do you know like they'll they'll, they'll have like a, t- a um a gotcha type of response where they're like, what's uh-huh. like, what's your proof? What's like, there's no proof that our justice system is broken, or um, there's no such thing as systemic racism, or they'll say something like that, yep. and they'll they'll try to back it up with some sort of like numbers from that they got from Fox or Breitbart or something. Um, but what what we see in when they see us in 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 the movie that um when they see us, we see the reality. Of the of of what actually happens, um, some of the times when people get apprehended. Um, so the movie is about um, five young men. Not all of them know each other, um, but they they all live in in New York City, um, and they're they they happen to have all been going into Central Park around the same time to. You know, do what 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 young what young kids do. You know, like like they, they, they go out, they play manhunt, they play tag. You know, like this is what pe- what, what what kids do. Um, and some of the of, of the young men um, within that the, the larger crowd that ended up gathering, right? Um, they they beat up some people in the park, but not all the young men that were. Um, matter of fact, none of the young men that were caught. Um, who, who are now known as the um, the Central Park Five? None of them had anything to do with that that assault, um, and there was also a rape that happened at that park at Central Park that same night. Um, and when when the um, when one of the detectives, I believe it was, it was, it was one of the main detectives, um, Linda Fierstein, something like that. Um, when 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 she got a hold of the case, like she had, like she was stone cold, like she made a beeline for the for the idea that it had to be one of these African American kids that, or or all of the, or a few of these African American kids that that committed this crime of of raping this um this this white young lady. Um, I don't like using the term white, but I use it. I use it in this particular context only because I don't think white, white is not a real thing, but in, you know, for, just for conversation's sake, um, I use it. Um, but, um, 
she she ended up kind of making a case that these five boys raped this woman and how she did it was she she basically told all the other um in, um investigators and detectives like to make them sign um like yep. statements and 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 they yep. made them go over it over and over again like they, they questioned them for 42 hours straight some of them didn't have their parents there with them and yeah and one of the kids wasn't even there they just happened to they 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 they, they, they wanted to go with their friend to go um to 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 to, a to, yeah, to, to to help him out to to be support for him and he ended up getting caught up in it all he ended up being the one that spent that did the, the most time um yep. Corey wise but it it's just it's it's hard because this type of stuff happens regularly there's a there's it yep. happens regularly there's tons of, of times where um that we we, we don't know about because all the facts, yeah, you know, when people, when people say, yeah, I want to wait for the facts to come out before I, I make judgment on a situation, I can't trust that because of things like this, because of what happened to the Central Park yeah. Five to those five boys, the facts don't mean yeah. anything, um, because yeah, they, they 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 don't mean anything when they're being when people are being coerced to sign statements, um. That say that they, they that they did things that they didn't do, um, and they're being coerced. People don't know any better. Um, in my life, I remember. Um, should I say it? No, I'm thinking. Um, so in 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 my in my life, there has been times where I've heard of people being coerced mm-hmm. to to say something. Oh yeah, me too, bro. That they weren't a part of, um, and. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is what police officers do. But I know that all police officers are bad. But there comes but but there comes a uh, there there comes a time in a police, I believe in a police officer's life, where he might compromise yep. his integrity for a position, or he might compromise something, or he might just he he might be a real dude and say something like, you know what, I'm not gonna compromise my integrity as a man. And I'm not going to yeah. put that on that person because there's police officers like that out there too. Yeah, yeah, bro. I think, I think this time that we're in right now is is where when time, the time when people are getting exposed, like all these people are like waking up to the reality of of like these injustices of people getting falsely accused, falsely incarcerated. Um, there's been not just this this uh documentary but there's been multiple documentaries on netflix um there's been podcasts written on this uh very thing of people getting falsely accused and exposing um the justice system from the from all the way to the top to the the court the the judge to to the police officers uh in the streets so how corrupt they were and and um to get what you were saying bro this happens a lot. Like, I don't like, I, I like you. I guess you told me right now that that you you've experienced it, bro. I've experienced that so much growing up. Like, if you grow up in the hood, like if you grew up the way we grew up, you see that, you hear that. That's a regular thing, bro. Like, I didn't think that there was nothing wrong. I just thought that's what cops did. 
is try to try to make you falsely accused, trying to make you snitch, trying to make you. Cops would drop me off yeah. in like rival neighborhoods, that's, and that's sick, man. Like that's cops sick. would beat me up, bro. Like cops would like. There was one time where, where um I um well yeah yeah I I try to rob uh, a Winko, and a Winko is like a grocery store, and um, <clears throat> I got pulled I got pulled in uh, right when I was walking outside of the store. <coughs> Sorry, and um. And uh, the cops got there, bro. And what they did, the first thing they did, they grabbed me and they threw me in a room where they keep all the bread, like all the sandwich bread. They threw me into there and they just started beating me up, bro. Just straight up socking me, bro. Like just one after the other. They're just beating me up. And they grabbed my chain, grabbed my gold chain. I've always wore a chain and freaking ripped it out, ripped it out of my neck and just started like going to town on me, bro. I'm so sorry you had to go through that, bro. That is evil. That is evil, bro. And that's... It's, it's like... It's like... I know there's there's a, a lot, there's some controversy over this, but for me, for us, for people like me, bro, it wasn't controversial. It was real life, man. Like this isn't something we were debating online about that if it happened and for if it didn't happen. No, this was something that happened all the time, bro. And and these cops are doing these things to us, you know. And it's and it's and it's evil, bro. It's evil. We gotta call it what it is. Sin is evil. And yep. honestly, it's... cops like that needs to get fired. They don't need to be working with people. And there's a database yeah. right now that that is in the news. There's a database right now where they they're they're um they're going through police officers um social media accounts, and some of them yeah. have like really racist and bigoted and violent um like posts. And they're yeah. they're exposing them to the police um, precincts because mm. they are a danger to the public, but they're not getting fired. They're getting training, like sensitivity training. You can't, you can't, um, you 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 can't legislate heart conditions. You can't legislate yeah. Um, yeah, you a man's can. character and, and and how and how a man feels about other people. You can't legislate that. Um, so no matter yeah. how much training some of these guys get, they're always going to have an implicit bias against um, people of African American of, of African descent and people of, of Latino descent. They're just always going to have yep. that, no matter what. Yeah, bro. And this movie proves it. I guess this goes to prove about the system is not just not just cops, but it, it runs deep. Like it's it's the whole system. Like uh, I, I've I've I was locked up with people. I was locked up in Arizona. I was doing. Uh, my immigration I was so so I actually if you guys didn't know um, when Obama was president I was incarcerated and sent to an immigration detention facility and I spent a year in Arizona fighting my case in a federal uh, federal prison um, um, fighting my case so so you know, before Trump, I know this is like a like a big political thing right now, but this was before Trump. This is like so they've been detaining people and detaining kids and like all these wicked things you see on the internet right now. They've been doing that for a long time. So this isn't like a Republican thing. This is a, a Democratic thing, bro. This is a system that's been in place and it's been happening. It's been happening. I've been locked up in those places, I've, you know, and I've 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 heard stories of. Of people in in Texas and in, in, in New Mexico and Arizona, those those cities, I mean those those states are some of the worst states. Like in in for immigration, like if if you get sent to those states, like 
bro it's 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 racist it it's it's just so much wickedness going on um in in those facilities you know i could talk about this all day bro i'm very passionate about this subject but um Sway, take us back, bro. Take us back to the story and what what yeah. is happening to this these kids, bro, and what yeah. happens in the movie. So, so the in 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 we we see all these things, right? Like s- similar things that we're all talking about in this movie, and it end they they all end up going to prison for a long time. They come out as adults. They go in as 14, 15, and sixteen year old kids, and they all come out in their late in, in in their late 20s and some 30s right and um they they spend all that time in there uh, <clears throat> i'm not going to spoil I'm, I'm not going to give any spoilers but if you haven't seen it see it it will at least at least it'll make you empathize with people who talk about the broken justice system it'll make you think twice about asking for facts or asking to see the facts first. That's just, I've never accepted that as uh, an argument or part of an argument. Whenever somebody has said that to me, I automatically know that you're not really trying to hear what is being said. Um, So if you watch the movie, you might think about how you approach conversations with friends or even on Facebook or on social media. But um, watching the movie will have that effect on you. So we have a couple questions, right? Because we, we, we've all seen the movie, right? Yeah, bro, we've seen the movie. And I got some questions. We do have some questions for, for, for you, Sway, particularly. And, and then I'll answer it after you. But because of this movie, bro, do you think it affects the way you parent and the things that you teach your kids? Like when it comes to them asking them, them asking you to go out um in the streets in your neighborhood or even outside of your neighborhood bro like does it does this movie and the realities of this movie affect the way that you parent your kids and like what do you say to them how do you teach them bro like what do you do um when they're to that age and you know they could experience these things so we're in in my particular that's a good question um in my particular context um philadelphia is um top five um murder cities um in the country um that means <clears throat> what that means for me is like I, I mentioned to you guys earlier that um it sounded like somebody got dumped on down the street that means that that somebody got shot with the whole clip all 16 bullets yeah the chamber yeah um good thing like, you, you clarified bro because a lot of our listeners might not oh yeah I, s- I speak slang <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I understood what you said, bro. But but also, somebody did dump a body last week around the corner from where I live. It was a woman's body, and they put it Damn. in the trash. Um. So that that was that. And around the corner from about five blocks up, somebody got shot eleven times the same day that the woman's body was found. Um. So I where I live is very much like that. Um, but yeah. and and it's always it's been like that like for a long time. Yeah, way before I moved there. Historically, yeah, like Philadelphia has historically been notorious for for uh, what we're talking about injustices. Yes, yes, injustices. So so yep. um so what that, that 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 that's to answer your question, how I've already been thinking about <clears throat> um raising my son is that we can go outside he's safe to go outside 
Um, he has to let me know where he is. Um, if 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 he's going to get off the block, that's a different story. Because if he get if he has to go off the block, he's not that safe anymore. Because there's nobody that can see him. There's nobody that can um, tell me where he's at if he's off my block. Um, you know, and and straight a lot of people get hit by straight bullets in Philadelphia. So you don't even have to be you don't have to have beef to to die out here. You can get hit yeah. because somebody don't know how to shoot, um, and that's that's sad. A sad, a sad reality out here. So, <clears throat> will I keep a leash on my boy? I don't. I don't think I'm gonna keep a tight leash on him because I'm a. I'm gonna train him up from now to how to how to make moves. But when he gets 15, 16, and he's gonna start, you know, smelling himself, and he's gonna think that he know it all. Um, at that yeah. at that point. I'ma just let him know, look, these are the, like you know what it is out here. You've seen what it is. It's safer in the house with your Xbox or whatever they have at that time yeah. um, than it is outside. And I'm and, and that's how it's just gonna have to be. You know. Yeah. That's a good question though. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think it starts when they're young. My my kids, my my oldest kid is seven right now, and the little boy, he's he's three. So I think this conversation starts at, um, is at like a biblical foundation, um, because you have to teach, you have to train up a child where he wants to go. So there's, it's multifaceted. So, so on the one hand, I'm going to tell him that, that he shouldn't be in these places or in, he should watch his back pretty much. He should walk in the paths of righteousness that he should do everything to be at peace with all men all the time. You know, there's there's that one part where you have to teach him to be good, to love God and love neighbor and to do his part in, in whatever, you know, because a lot of the times um, there, you know, I was just I was just messing up and 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 I was there and a lot of I'm not saying I deserved like the police beating, but being arrested, um, you know, I was doing things and, and I got arrested for it, you know. That was a consequence. So I'll teach him that side, right? To 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 walk a righteous life and to love Christ and to love. But on the other hand, I gotta also tell him about the history of our people and the history of um, injustices with our people and of things that that have happened, not just in my city, but in Philadelphia, in Los Angeles, in 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 New York, all the things that we have we that 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 has been exposed and is real. And say like, look, this is this is what happens. Like, this is what happens, even to even when you're doing all the right things, right? All those poli- all there's been police shootings where people have just been walking, or they've just got confused with the with the wrong person, you know, just because they're wearing a hoodie, or just because they're black, or because they're brown. Um, so I gotta teach my sons, um, this could happen to you, you know, this could happen to you, um, and 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 kind of put in a a. a Maybe not fear, but just make him aware of of that this this could happen to him. So, so for sure, just just um, keep him not ignorant about these things, but educate him about what what it is like to be uh, Mexican and um, how a person of color in in society. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So oh. w- one quick thing. One quick thing that I that I wanted to point out. 
from this movie and from my experience and i'm sure sway has similar experiences to this but you know we're not saying that all cops are are evil all cops are wrong and we hate cops and f the police so that is not what i'm saying you know though i felt like that when i watched young, it <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah, i did too i will get to that so but but as a young juvenile i did have hatred for the police and and people don't understand that until they see this movie because these things that these kids were going through you know i might have not gone through that extently i, I didn't get a lot falsely accused and falsely incarcerated but those things did happen to me and like i like I, the story that i shared i've got beat up i've got forced to uh, tell stuff that wasn't true i've got um all these things and and sadly what made me hate cops was my own people was not white cops it wasn't even black cops bro it was it was my 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 own raza that were cops that that did this to me like my own people did this to me so i didn't even hate my race like i i hated i hated the badge with that badge represented and the worst ones the worst ones were people that were my race that was the worst ones and and, and the reason I said that too, and I think it's relevant to what we're discussing, is because in the movie you see that it's not just the like the cops or the white prosecutor that is guilty of this injustice, bro. It was it was all the cops that were there, and it was those black cops. It was that black guard, bro. It was the black guard. It was it was it was all those colored people in there that knew. The nurse, like, this blame is on all of them, bro. All of them, like, on a whole system, you know? It's not just the cops. Like, it's that's what I'm saying. It's not just F the police, bro. Because the police, Donald Trump, um, that girl, and the attorney, all those people are, are, are little bits of a, a whole thing. Right. A whole thing, bro. And and, and, and and that's why I brought it up. Because you see that in that movie. You see that black... You see that black... Um, um, CO officer right there um, freaking doing this injustice to to um, to let um, other inmates yeah. um, hurt these, yeah, these, these gentlemen the, the, and yeah. yep and and they were and and they were and they were really 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 bad it wasn't and 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 it's funny in that in that um, in that movie it was actually the white uh CO that was the nicest to him right. that was helping him out right. you know I don't know if that was intentional or if that was like put in um, if that was a real life thing but um, yeah he was helping him out as much as he could he gave him privileges he, 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 he tried to do all he can to help him out one of the things that I took away from this movie right was that the moms and the dads in the situation, how they reacted. The the um um Raymond Santana's dad and like he was he was with him the whole time. The whole time. And 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 the moms, how supportive they were. And even in and even Corey Wise's mom who who wasn't around, but she still popped up a now and then. Like and it gives us, man, it's just it's so many so many different layers that we, we, we aren't going to get to talk about here. To, um, but um, 
it's just a really good flick for everyone to to um to to, to watch you know just for especially if you're a believer um in order to empathize with other brothers and sisters that go through this because there are christians that go through this type of stuff man um but but also but also um i wanted to ask one last que or, or, or one question um if you guys will let me is um or not i want to ask there's two questions i want to ask um one question is um how how do you feel currently um and and lauren this might be a little bit different like the answer might be different from ours um but how how can how can we be there for our african american and latino brothers and sisters that end up in a situation where they are falsely accused or um or have been falsely accused and they're dealing with the trauma of being called a criminal when they really weren't how how, how can we be there and, and and not only that but how can we be there for for our, our latino and african-american brothers and sisters who who experience injustice period um how how are ways that we can be there for them as, as believers any conversation we point people to christ and even with this conversation this conversation we could point to them in in this way is is, is that our savior our messiah our lord our king also experienced those same judge injustices in his life like it's he is the example of injustice he's the definition of injustice what happened to him was injustice and when we talk to people we could even if we even if you lauren can't relate but we have a savior that can relate and we could point him to a savior that can relate you know because he was called falsely accused falsely imprisoned falsely killed um for 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 so so we point them to that savior we say hey like i know what you're going through and, and i'm i might not know exactly to the full extent but i know somebody who does and that somebody loves you and even though um even though you feel like there's so much injustice and even even if that's true there's the there is a god who faced injustice for you and and, and you preach the gospel to them and 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 say to them like this is our, our savior who could uh, sympathize with you who went through the same things as you um and and now if you accept him and 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 if you will be adopted by him and and you will no longer be the things that you are claimed to be you will be a son you will be a prince you will be an inheritor of this of uh, of, of of a kingdom you know um you know i you could point them that way you know i i think our savior is the prime example of what injustice is it, it is you know and so when we when we sit there and sympathize with these people we hear them out we we try to help them um, thank God there's so many organizations that are popping up and have been popping up um, that that uh, that fight for these people. And, um, you know, we could just do our best, not just to lead them to church, but lead them to these organizations and lead them to these uh, these places where they could get help. So that's yeah, that's that's the first thing um, that that's that pops in my head. But what about you, Sway? 
Dude, I think you spit that theology for your back pocket just now because that was it. That was it. That was it, bro. And um, and 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 it needs to be something that we as believers um growing, yeah. especially reform uh, like uh, reform folks. We need to grow in that. Yeah. Um. In a way, and fast. I mean, not fast. Like it's gonna yeah. take a while, but we can't just we can't keep saying yeah. the same old and things, it, man. We can't. We we have too much in our yeah. face to too, too Bro, much injustice in our face to say things. And especially like, um, us, like not just. I know we're in the reform circle. You know, I know we are, but we're not just in that circle. We're in our circles. Like we we are here. Like me and you, Sway. We've experienced it. We are still in those neighborhoods. We still yeah. have friends that are going through these things. Like, bro, like, I don't care if this is reformed or not. Like, this this right here, what we're talking about, affects me. So I'm gonna do something about it. And and I, as a reform of reform Mexican, am gonna do something about it, even if our white brothers won't. And I I appreciate when they do, but I don't expect it anymore, bro. This whole social justice conversation is just. Put me to the point where like you know what I'm, I'm gonna do it if i'm gonna be that change bro i'm gonna be that change i'm not leaving the reform camp but i'm gonna be that change and we always got to go back to what christ has said like i don't know i guess it's just terminology but you cannot escape what god has said about injustice and how he hates it and how he calls it a sin and 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 all that bro justice is one of his attributes you know, and when justice is not done, we're spitting in God's face. You know, we, we are sinning. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 for sure, man, especially with our Savior, we're through it. I just want to, I want to quote a couple, a couple passages of scripture just to talk about, because I know, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to quote s- s- some things that, that talk about justice and how, how we should see it and how that applies to our neighbor. Micah 6, 8. And, and it says this, he has told you, oh man, he has told you, God has told you, oh man, what is good. So he sets the standard. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice and to walk and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Okay, so we are called to do justice, to seek justice. Um, yes. Isaiah 117 says, learn to do good. Seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, and please the widow's cause. Psalm 82 uh, verse 3 says, Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Jesus says in Luke eleven forty-two, But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rule and every herb and neglect justice mm-hmm. and the love of God. Those you ought to have done without neglecting the others. He's, Jesus is pretty much saying, man, you guys do all these religious things. You guys love doing these religious things, looking righteous, freaking tithing and, you know, going extra. But while you do that, you're neglecting, you're neglecting justice. You're not loving God. You know, you're not loving others. So... Those are just is just a couple, you know, passages that, um, you know, we learn justice because God is justice. Man, the Bible is replete. The Bible is replete with 
with this stuff, man. And unfortunately, we live in a in a culture that um, doesn't value um, certain people over others. They, you know, and and that is the the root cause of um, of denying justice. Um, the the root cause is that if you ha- if you end up um, if you end up fighting for justice in some cases, then you will be enable not enabling, but in you'll be um, what's the word? You'll be uh, encouraging or um, I forget what the word that I'm looking for is, but basically you'll be giving. People who who they don't want to have a, a hand up, they don't. They, they, it 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 ends up being that it's it's white supremacy. I didn't want to say I want to say, it, but it it is what it is. Um, and and it it's it's really harmful because of of what the scriptures say. The scriptures talk explicitly about how we should be treating each other. How we should be loving each other, and when we don't do justice, we're really sinning. Um, when we try to make justice into something else, it's, it's it ends up being backwards. And movies like, like, like um, when they see us, show us that in government, in places of power, there are people who are willing to lie, and that shouldn't surprise us because, uh, as you mentioned, there were people in power in Jesus's day who were willing to lie to get him, right, to get him dead, to, 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 to kill him, to get him out of their way. They were willing to do that, and there are people today still in power who are willing <laughs> to die, uh, to lie, in order to oppress other people and to and to keep them um and and, and and to and to keep them where they're at or or worse kill them um so that's that's how i feel about the whole situation scripture helps me out a whole lot um and i don't i don't like to argue too much about those things on the internet because my my hood don't know you <laughs> My hood don't know these people. Uh, know. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, and honestly, bro, I love how you respond to people like that, man. Like, I've seen a couple of times that you wrote that. It's like, true. Like, um, the other day, somebody posted, uh, like, what do you guys think about this statement that these, like, I don't know, five, six individual, like, big pastors, conservative a reform pastor maybe not even reform bro because they ain't most of the people that are talking ain't even reformed in the way that i i'm like reformed the way that like confessionally reformed these people ain't reformed mm-hmm. okay and so i'm just saying conservative big name preachers somebody posted like what do you guys think about their statement or what they said about this in this conference and i remember what you said sway one time is that said my hood don't know them my hood don't care about any anything what they got to say like they don't know who they are. It's not revel. It's like not even relevant to us. It shouldn't be. It ain't. Like these people don't know anything. Like anything we go through, bro. It ain't, man. Because they don't care and- about us. They. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna go there. Um, but but yeah. it, 
folks don't even want to plant in our hoods. Like they, they, they rather not. They exactly. They rather wait for. Think about that's why. That's why. That's why somebody like Pastor Rudy, yeah. um, and what he's doing. What what um Aldo in Florida with 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 Reconciled Church is doing. Um, these these churches that are planting in hard places with X twenty nine and and all these all you know there's there is people out there doing it planting in our hoods bringing the truths of biblical theology and 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 like the reformed faith to um to the hood that's why um people like this bro is 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 are, are like people like them are like my heroes man yeah that's real like because they're actually doing it because these people were doing it that's man real, like man. that has not been done before yep that's real that has not been done before you know in the hood where we live among the among the people, like I think about I think about Rudy, I think about um as got moved. I think about 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 Rudy. I think about David Rosa in in, in Hollywood, Florida. Yep. Um, I I, I, I think about um Chris Cosette. Um, I, oh, Chris I, Cosette, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's, yeah, I think about homie, these yeah. dudes who um who who are who are good, solid brothers that love Jesus and are scared to go into the hood but see here's the thing man the thing is that they it's it's really hard for them to do it mm-hmm. with some of the with some of their core denominations because some yep. of their core denominations is going to be like well the, the first thing is is it going to be english or spanish if it's spanish we'll do it because we know the latinos give money so we, we know it's viable um yeah. i mean i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep, I'm keep it 100 that's what i've i've heard people say that like, yeah. like if it, if it, if if it's an English speaking church in the hood, they might not do it because, be, because folks don't give, you yeah. know. But then you have people who are brave, man. Like, who, like who are doing English services in the hood, and they have a heart for Jesus. Like guys like Rudy yeah. and, and David and, and and Chris, like they, they yeah, Aldo, bro, Aldo in Miami, Aldo, man. Aldo I, I gotta get Miami. up with him, man. Bro. I gotta get up with him, man. Bro, he's he hit me up this week, but that's 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 another thing. Yeah, um, man, but but you know, bro, we got to be that change and now that us as Latinos, that's one of the things we're doing with this podcast, bro, is is just equipping us our especially us, man, us, the people who are here serving the communities and 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 um you know, we're talking about um this movie and how that applies to to our to our Christian walk and to our daily lives as Latinos. So yeah, man, like that was deep, bro. That was deep. Thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of For Christ y Cultura. Um, it's been such a blessing. This was a deep um, subject, and we kind of ranted a little bit. We went all over the place a little bit, but um, I hope this was helpful. This was just straight up. It was kind of not scripted. Um, and even though we had a guideline, we kind of, we kind of took it the way it was just a normal conversation between three, you know, two brothers and a sister. So it was just an honest conversation of, of how we think through these things and how we, um, apply these to, to our lives, our context and apply it to our, our faith, you know? So, um, really, really dope conversation. Thank you everybody who is, uh, tuning in, who subscribe, who's giving us feedback. If you um, want to be on the show, <laughs> you should leave a voicemail. The number is 775-391-0704. Um, 
you could be on this podcast. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, man. So don't don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, like yep. our Crisis Cultura on Facebook. Wait, hold on. We got to say that over again. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> also, like for Christ y Cultura on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And like Jonathan said, call us on 775-391-0704 and you might get on the show. Give us your questions. Give us your feedback. Um, cuss me out in Christianese. Do that. For Christy Cultura, peace. Everybody got the answers. answers. They said that they plan as the master. master. They preach it to us like they passed. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. The government treat us like cancer. cancer. The prison system make us bastards. bastards. I sit on the news and it's plastic. We can't even turn to charity. They make money off our tragedy. They get the money. If life is school or hard knocks, the street will teach you like academy. Everybody in their glass house tell us what we need to do to make it out. When they was born on the mountaintop, they ain't seen the bottom. They don't know the route. You think that we choose this environment? Yeah. I wish I could choose that entitlement. Yeah. Instead of being born in poverty and hungry hyenas surrounding me, the Fortune 500 won't hire me. So we create our own economies with dope money, our salary. Just to feed our families I close my eyes and pray that God deliver me, deliver me. Church is moving to our hood But they don't come and speak I don't know you. Why they gentrify, gentrify. We, risk our life. we risk our life Selling dope, probably die not knowing Christ Gold world, most of my kin, daddy the pen That's why I'm an Eskimo, I bought an igloo and put on my wrist We're not an option, we gotta survive So we taking risks